0: Someone who is extending his walls from the top and he's pulling them down. If he doesn't pull the walls all the way down, but rather he stops three tefakim above the ground. Because he left a space of three tefakim, which is enough space for a small goat to walk straight through easily, that cancels... The status of these walls, and therefore the sukkah is pisula, according to Tanakama. But Tanakama continues, if he extended the walls from the bottom upward, if the walls are just 10 tefahim high, automatically the sukkah is keshirah, no matter how high the skach is elevated. The skach could be 19 amot high And the walls are only ten to Fahim high. And the sukkah is kesherah. Because we have a principle, gud asik, mehisata. We imagine, once the walls are ten, we imagine that they fly all the way up and that they reach where the skakh is. So as long as after imagining that, they would be less than three horizontally to the skakh, it's fine. Rabbi Yose says, if you're saying that that's fine, when the walls are 10 to Fahim from the bottom, and the, we imagine that it flies all the way up, so you should be mekel the other way as well. When the walls are coming from the top downward, even if they're just coming down 10 to fakhim, and then below that there's a large space, who cares? Who cares that a baby goat could walk through? محسات <speaking> ليا <in Hebrew> So he would allow that as well. But halakha is like Tanakama That that is pasul because a small goat is able to walk through freely which cancels the walls as being considered mechisot. The Mishnah concludes with another case. What if you have a sukkah that has exactly three walls and you distance the schach horizontally from one of the walls three tefahim away from that one wall? Because it's T'mit Fahim, we don't say Lavud anymore. And therefore, it's as if that wall is not part of your sukkah. So you're only left with two walls. And therefore your sukkah is Pesula. Sukkah perek alef mishnah yur how Haoseh sukkah kemin serif. If a person took two panels of shakh, stood them upright on the ground, and then he sloped them towards each other until the tops of the two panels met, so they create a tipi. And then he closed up one end. So he has three walls. Or, or he took one panel of schach, stood it up upright, and then he bent the top towards the wall. And then he sealed up one open end. So now he has three walls. In both of these cases, Rebbi is it is is posil. Why is he posil? Because these sloped schach panels, it's not recognizable at all which part of them is wall and which part of them is schach. Therefore the Bili Ezir says it's all wall and none of it is schach. The hachamim, the ha-chamim say no, it doesn't have to be recognizable. Once you could create a height of ten tefachim, so then Till that section of the panel, it will be considered wool, and past that, that's Yosrach But halacha is like to be that these sukkot are pesulot. However, even Rabbi Eliezer is modei that if there's a tefach worth of recognizable wool, or a tefach worth of recognizable Srach, then the entire sukkah is Kesherah as long as, as long as past the point when you could reach 10 tefahim high, you have 7 by 7. And how do you cre- create recognizable wall? You just, if it goes straight up a tefa from the ground, and then it starts sloping on a slant. Or, how do you create recognizable roof? If on top, there's a flat surface of a tefa and then the panel starts to slope. So in either one of those two cases, the entire sukkah is keshirah once you are able to reach a height of ten tefachim. Because at least there's a tefach worth of recognizable wool, or s'chach. Now the Mishnah deals with a mat made out of reeds. Now reeds are fine for s'chach. But if the mat was made for lying down, then it's mekabil and you're not allowed to use the mat. If the mat was made for s'chach, then you can use it for s'chach. So if you know why they made it, then just go by that. But al Mishnah is dealing with, what if you don't know why they made this mat? If it's a small mat, everyone agrees. Assume that they made it for lying down. A small mat means it's like the height of a human being and not too much more than that. that if you don't know why they made it, assume they made it for lying down. It's pasul. But a large mat, which is way larger than the height of a human being, it's a mahloke Tanakama and Rabbi Eliezer. What should you assume if you don't know? Tanakama says you could assume they made it for and it's fine. Rabbi Eliezer says no. You have to assume that they made it for lying down and it's not fine. Halakha is like Tanakama that a large mat min hastam is fine. And now let's just read into the words. Tanakama says mahaseret kanim gedola. If it's a large mat, if they made it for lying down. Then it's a problem. But min hastam lesikuch, you assume that it's lesikuch. Now let's see the be the is it. He says, Ahatkatana Hatkidullah, whether it's small or large. Min has tam asada Assume that they made it for lying down. Lesikuch, but if you know they made it lesikuch, then it's fine. Sukha Perek Aleph Mishnah How says Sukato Kemin Serif. If a person took two panels of Srach, Stood them upright on the ground, and then he sloped them towards each other until the tops of the two panels met, so they create a tipi. And then he closed up one end, so he has three walls. Or, Shishimachalakotil. Or he took one panel of skach, stood it up upright, and then he bent the top towards the wall. And then he sealed up one open end. So now he has three walls. In both of these cases, Rebiyah Li Ezir is posil. Why is he posil? Because these sloped schach panels, it's not recognizable at all which part of them is wall and which part of them is schach. Therefore Rebiyah Li says, it's all wall and none of it is schach. The The hachamim say no doesn't have to be recognizable once you could create a height of ten tefachim so then till that section of the panel it will be considered wall and past that that's Yosrach but halakha is like Rabbi Eliezer that these Sukkot are Pesulot however even Rabbi Eliezer is Modeh that if there's a tefach worth a recognizable wall or a tefah worth of recognizable schach, then the entire sukkah is kesherah. as long as as long as past the point when you could reach ten tefahim high you have 7 by 7 and how do you cre- create recognizable wall you just if it goes straight up a tefah from the ground and then it starts sloping on a slant or how do you create recognizable roof if on top there's a flat surface of a tefah and then the panel starts to slope. So in either one of those two cases, the entire sukkah is keshira once you are able to reach a height of ten tefahim. Because at least there's a tefah worth of recognizable wall, uschach. Now the Mishnah deals with a mat made out of reeds. Now reeds are fine for uschach. But if the mat was made for lying down, then it's mekabel and you're not allowed to use the mat. If the mat was made for then you can use it for So if you know why they made it, then just go by that. But Al Mishnah is dealing with, what if you don't know why they made this mat? If it's a small mat, everyone agrees, assume that they made it for lying down. A small mat means it's like the height of a human being, and not too much more than that. that if you don't know why they made it, assume they made it for lying down. It's pasul. But a large mat, which is way larger than the height of a human being, it's a mahlokit, tanakama, and rabbi What should you assume if you don't know? Tanakama says, you could assume they made it for and it's fine. Rabbi says, no. You have to assume that they made it for lying down and it's not fine. Halakha is like tanakama, that a large mat, min hastam, is fine. And now let's just read into the words. Tanaka Ma says, If it's a large mat, if they made it for lying down, then it's a problem. But you assume that it's lesikuch. Now let's see to be the Izzet. He says, Whether it's small or large, Assume that they made it for lying down. L'Sikuch, but if you know they made it then it's fine. Sukah perik alef, Mishnah Bayit the ceiling of a house collapsed in the middle, but the sides of the ceiling are still intact. V'Sikech gabab, and he puts Chach Kasher on top of the hole. if from the wall of the house until the hole where Chach Kasher is, for four Amot, then it's Pesulah. Because then your, your sukkah is considered not connected to the walls. So it's like you're not surrounded by walls. But if it's less than four amot, then we look at it as if the ceiling of the house is an extension of the wall. So it's like one long wall up and then sideways. And therefore, your sukkah is surrounded by walls. But this is only if it's less than four amot, which we learned from the halacha of Moshe Similarly, if you have a courtyard which is surrounded by houses all around and the houses, the front wall of the houses create a wall all around and in front of the front wall of all the houses is a roof coming out to cover to cover the area to create like a porch area in front of the houses and then he puts Resting on the entire space of the courtyard, he puts chach. So, if the porches are the ceiling of the porches are four amot, then it's going to be, the, the sukkah is going to be pesula. But if the porches horizontally are less than four amot, then we imagine that the wall of the houses bends. And the and the roof of the porch is an extension of the wall until the sukkah and its Keshirah. Teferit Israel explains why do we need the case of the house and the case of the roof of the porch. He says in the case of the house, we know that the the walls of the house are made to serve the area inside the house, and that's where he put his koshrah. And still if it's for Amot, it's Pesula even though the walls were made to serve that area. In the case of the achsadra, the front walls of the house were really built to serve the house, not to serve the area of the Hasid, where he's putting his schach. And still, if it is less than Fuamot, it's Keshira. Now the Mishnah gives a third example of the same concept. Sukkah gedola, a large Sukkah, and on the perimeter of the sukkah, all around, he puts schach pasul. For example, he put metal skewers all around. But in the middle of his large sukkah, he puts schach kasher. Now, what do we mean that it's a large sukkah? The schach kasher in the middle is seven by seven tevachim on its own. So that's what we mean. That's what we mean by it's a sukkah gedolah. If under these skewers which are on the perimeter they cover a space of four amot then sitting under the is pasul because it's like you don't have walls surrounding you. But if the skewers on the perimeter cover less than four amot then we say dof akuma. those skewers are an extension of the wall and therefore when you're under the schach, you are surrounded by walls, and it would be fine. Why do we need this additional case t- to express the same concept? Teferit Yisrael says, in the case of the Bait and the ceiling of the achsadra, the, the only problem with the ceiling of the Bait and the ceiling of the achsadra, the, those ceilings were made out of wood. The only problem was they were built to be part of an all-year-long living structure. But inherently, the material was fine. But in our case, with the metal skewers, which are mekabel tumah, and they don't grow from the ground, so they have a double negative even, so they're be'etim, materials that are pasul. So we didn't know that dofen akuma works even when the material itself is pasul. So that's what we needed this case, that even in this case, less than four amot, dofen works as well. Now, Bartinura says, what if the metal skewers, instead of being on the perimeter, what if you had a three walled sukkah and the metal skewers were running down the middle and they covered a width of four tefakim wide and from one for the back end of the sukkah straight to the front, the whole way, four tefakim wide. In that case, the metal skewers split the sukkah in half. And each half would now only have two walls. And therefore, both halves would be pasul. And then Bartanura says, what if in this three-walled sukkah, there was airspace running from the back wall, straight down the middle, all the way to the front. Airspace, even if it's only three tefakhim wide, and it's going from one end to the other it will split the sukkah in half and now each half only has two walls and they would be pasul and by airspace, even if on the side, on the perimeter that there was an airspace of three tefachim it would disconnect the schach from the wall and make it pasul because the Halakha LeMoshem Mitzanayi of Dauphin Akuma only works with schach pasul but it doesn't go through airspace the ceiling of a house collapsed in the middle, but the sides of the ceiling are still intact. When he puts Kasher on top of the hole. If from the wall of the house until the hole where Chach Kasher is, is four Amot, then it's Pesula. Because then your, your Sukkah is considered not connected to the walls. So it's like you're not surrounded by walls. But if it's less than four amot, then we look at it as if the ceiling of the house is an extension of the wall. So it's like one long wall, up and then sideways. And therefore, your sukkah is surrounded by walls. But this is only if it's less than four amot, which we learned from the Moshe Similarly, if you have a courtyard which is surrounded by houses all around. And the houses, the front wall of the houses create a wall all around. And in front of the front wall of all the houses is a roof coming out to cover to cover the area, to create like a porch area in front of the houses. And then he puts khach, resting on the entire space of the courtyard, he puts khach. so if the Porches are the ceiling of the porches are four amot. Then it's gonna the the sukkah is gonna be pesula. But if the porches horizontally are less than four amot, then we imagine that the wall of the houses bends and the and the roof of the porch is an extension of the wall until the sukkah and it's kesherah Tiferet Israel explains why do we need the case of the house and. The case of the roof of the porch. He says, in the case of the house, we know that the the walls of the house are made to serve the area inside the house, and that's where he put his kosheschach. And still, if it's for Amot, it's Pesula, even though the walls were made to serve that area. In the case of the akhsadra the front walls of the house were really built to serve the house not to serve the area of the hasir where he's putting his Schach and still if it is less than it's Kesherah now the Mishnah gives a third example of the same concept Sukkah Gedolah a large Sukkah shehikifuha bedabar sheen and on the perimeter of the Sukkah all around he puts Schach Pasul for example, he put metal skewers all around, but in the middle of his large sukkah, he puts schach kasher. Now, what do we mean that it's a large sukkah? The schach kasher in the middle is seven by seven tevachim on its own. So that's what we mean. That's what we mean by it's a sukkah gedola. If under these skewers, which are on the perimeter, they cover a space of four amot then sitting under the tzachah kasher is pasul. Because it's like you don't have walls surrounding you. But if the skewers on the perimeter cover less than amot, then we say dof and akuma. Those skewers are an extension of the wall. And therefore, when you're under the tzachah, you are surrounded by walls, and it would be fine. Why do we need this additional case t- to express the same concept. Teferit Yisrael says in the case of the Bait and the ceiling of the Achsadra, the the only problem with the ceiling of the Bait and the ceiling of the Achsadra, the, those ceilings were made out of wood. The only problem was they were built to be part of an all-year-long living structure. But inherently, the material was fine. But in our case, with the metal skewers which are Mekabir and they don't grow from the ground so they have a double negative even so they're be'etzim materials that are pasu so we didn't know that dofen akuma works even when the material itself is pasu so that's what we needed this case that even in this case less than four amot dofen akuma works as well now bartinura says what if the metal skewers instead of being on the perimeter what if you had a three walled sukkah and the metal skewers were running down the middle and they covered a width of four tefakim wide and from one for the back end of the sukkah straight to the front, the whole way, four tefakim wide? In that case, the metal skewers split the sukkah in half and each half would now only have two walls and therefore both halves would be pasul. And then Bartenura says, what if in this three-walled sukkah, there was airspace running from the back wall straight down the middle all the way to the front? Airspace, even if it's only three tefakhim-wide, and it's going from one end to the other, it will split the sukkah in half. And now each half only has two walls, and they would be pasu. And by airspace, even if on the side, on the perimeter, that there was an airspace of three tifahim. It would disconnect the schach from the wall and make it pasul. Because the Sinai of Dauphin Akuma only works with schach pasul, but it doesn't go through airspace.